0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk SBC. This week we're joined with the lovely Kaylin Conway. who's going to be talking about mental health, making decisions, the successes that she's had, and much, much more. But before we get started, um, yeah. I just wanted to know a wee bit about you. First of all, just for our listeners, just about what you do and sort of what your role is.
1: Okay, it's very strange. Um, do you know what? I was in the car and I was like driving. It goes, what? I, I don't actually know, but. <laughs> um to be fair my professional like my health profession is a dietitian so I work in the hospital Monday to Thursday um and I just I work between rehab so it's like people might have broke their hip things like that and they need nutrition support a lot of it's elderly people and then the other two days is within the community so that'll be like nursing homes so patients that might have dementia other disease states palliative care things like that and I work with them for nutrition support a lot of that will be actually working with like the care home assistants rather than the actual because a lot of the time the capacity is not there. Yeah. So that's Monday to Thursday. And then now recently and I know I don't know if it's a real thing, but I suppose the whole TikTok thing yeah. has given me sort of a platform in terms of talking about like mental health, fitness, different things like that. Um, but at the same time, I do have my own Instagram page, which is might be a better you. <laughs> yeah. And um I love it so much, and I think it it did help a lot having the TikTok there in terms of chat about mental health and things randomly just started and suddenly now, I don't know where it's coming up, but anyway, um, and I know loads of other people have loads of thousands of followers, but to me, the little 29 that I have is a lot and and I'm stressed, (laughs) but um, so then that's kind of helped me build up my own page because long-term, I think I would rather be doing my own sort of clinic, like my own clinics and things in terms of nutrition, but I'd love to combine it with mental health fitness like the whole speed do you know what I mean like get the whole show together so that's the main thing and then I bake so I'm a little baker and oh. I bake on a <laughs> so I do that's all the little hats Covers, yeah <laughs> Covers, yeah <laughs> um, what, what,
0: what kind of inspired you to get like into the whole like because like well you have a good balance I mean you're a dietitian but I mean you have your like bacon as well but what kind of inspired you to um Sort of use You're like all the things you know from like dietitian to get into the whole like fitness mental health sort of route. Mm.
1: I think no, I'm not lie. The whole mental health part kind of came out of nowhere when I started randomly posting them on TikTok. Like I'd always wanted to make the the be a better you page, and I remember sitting trying to like figure out what the name was going to be called because I didn't want to call it my own name. I wanted it to be like thing that you could make until business in the future so that's why I didn't want my name to be on it so it was so hard trying to find the name and I always wanted that so I had already made that Instagram but I'd started like posting on TikTok but I was too scared to post the Instagram page and um, then when I eventually got around to posting it I was like Do you know what because the mental health thing worked because to be honest i no, the instagram page was purely just going to be like nutrition and fitness that yeah. was all going to be and then when i realized there was actually an open conversation happening in terms of mental health and things like that i was like Do you know what actually i'm going to make it about all three and have them combined because at the end of the day they are all combined you know so yeah, they all <laughs> <it doing> well. <laughs> yeah no,
0: definitely and I was actually was not like where i was having a look at your tiktok and everything so it was earlier actually and everything so <laughs> you're like who? first off I was like oh yeah. <laughs> the Instagram pages they're unreal so I was like have a luxury even to be a better new one like it's such a like I was sitting right in I guess like, class I was like I was, it was really good yeah I've seen the cupcakes and everything of course as well <laughs> the birthday and everything with the balancer um but um whenever you were younger did you have any like did you have any like sort of role model you looked up to or anyone kind of inspirational that kind of helped you like sort of get in the path you are on online mm.
1: well now to be fair there was, when I was younger, younger, like in Greencastle playing football and stuff, and um, there was a stall, Eimear Tag and she lives in Australia now, but she was class, like she just wasn't wise. And I remember she drove her white BMW, and I was like, oh look at that wee car like she's so cool and she had so many jobs and she was class in football and I was just obsessed with her and then I remember when I got to work with her in Eddie's bar in Greencastle for a couple of years and she was just the wildest crack so she was like my first person that I was like oh I would just not that I wanted to do what she did but she actually worked in mental health and now she works in mental health in Australia as well and I don't know if that had anything to do with it because at the time when she told me she worked mental health I thought nothing of it I was like oh cool but like your class do you know that kind of way and um so I loved her and I thought she was amazing and then now as a good older on Instagram I think the main doll that I love is the food medic and it helps to choose from life so she's from down south and mm-hmm. I just think she is the best thing in the world and I love how she's very broad spectrum now her thing is just like that's like would be your aspirations because she kind of covers all three as well she's fitness she talks about mental health as well and she has a replanner and stuff and I just think she's class so I think she would probably be my biggest role model now mm-hmm. so it would but you kind of take different things from different people too so yeah, yeah.
0: it's hard to run <laughs> around the one person like you know yeah how do you manage all that so like whenever like how do you manage like your you know your Monday to Thursday job as well as we're sort of keeping up with like because TikTok and Instagram i sure you have to sort of constantly be keeping up with you know
1: uh-huh Oh uh, well now this last while has been probably the worst time to talk mental metal <laughs> so it has because i'm i have left i think i've left the whole thing completely just not go to my head but i've i've now taken it from where i used to just post randomly and not care about anything like anyone liking it or wherever the crack was but now i'm like oh god that post didn't do very well or god there was a much more aware of it. Fraction on that one, do you know? And now on the Instagram, I'm not as bothered for the be a better you one. I'm just like, just post stuff like good vibes, just get it out. And yeah. um, but on the TikTok, I don't know why I've got myself into a real tizzy. oh Well, I do know why I'm just caring too much about what people think, and I'm worried that I'll post something and someone be like, Who does on doll think she is? Do you know that kind of a way? So yeah. that's why I've gotten myself in a wee bit of a tizzy. But to be fair, managing it the, now, the TikTok isn't major it's not like I plan what I post I kind of just I would be lying in bed and I always so I would just literally be like take the phone and prop it up and be like so I was just reading this page you know yeah <laughs> um but with the job like to be fair I like having lots to do anyway I'm very I think that was just from having really bad anxiety as I was younger I just was like I need to have plans all the time so that I'm not in my own head you know I kind of way and I oh. haven't really got out of that even with controlling my anxiety better but I like being busy so and I'm doing a master's as well at the minute well a, a postgraduate diploma anyway in sports and exercise and nutrition which is for the be a better you page as well so I can work more with sports people so I kind of that's more of an assignment gal you know I'll do it when i have an assignment yeah <laughs> only the Thursday works well and then just train in the evening and I fit everything in kind of in around it it does work out well like and I think if you like the thing that you're doing and you you know you make the time and prioritize it easily do you know even if you do have to stay up to four AM making a cupcake, you
0: know. <laughs> it's a real uh, kick at the end of it. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. I know. At the end of it, so <laughs> quality control. <laughs> Whenever you were in school, like, what? How was your like school experience? Um, like, did you have any um role models within your school, or just how was your sort of school experience that got you here now?
1: Like secondary school.
0: Yeah, secondary school.
1: Oh god I think it was about four different people between the seven years I was there it's mad how much you changed like seven years is such a long time like mm-hmm. I remember when I was going in I was like like I'm classed Joe, you know, when you were like 13 going in <laughs> and I was a brat like complete brat terrible like I was I was smart like okay, I'm still smart but I never really had any issues in terms of like the work do you the know work what I mean for, yeah, like, yeah. I'm very grateful for like I'm very grateful that I didn't really have any issues when it came to like junior disease and A levels and things but when it came to like people I remember first to fourth year I was just a real piece of work like my mum hated me everything like just a real brat and then after that like around fourth to sixth year was when like my mental health just went to pot like complete disaster and even seventh year as well like just oh, horrendous mm-hmm. and I was still, I had, like, you had, like, your friend groups and stuff in, in, in school, but, you know, when you just, it's, like, this big table of, like, 15, 16 girls, and I think the girls, I would say it to them now if I've seen them, like, like, we were all sitting there at this one table, but nobody really knew each other, Do you know, we yeah. never really... It was always awesome. mad. And it's mad even looking back now that you'd be like, Oh, we all they all run in the same group, you know, the way you on, exactly. just gonna, yeah. like, go on at secondary school, all in the same group. But like you weren't because I honestly just felt like so alone in school. And like you would go in and you'd just walk around like a wee zombie. And I remember when people would talk to you, you'd be like, Oh well, crack But you, you very much play into the persona that people have you pinned as. So like when I was in school it was like, Oh, sporty, good mm-hmm. crack, whatever, like takes a drink, do you know that kind of a yeah. thing? But yeah. like I'm so far removed we are so far from that yeah that personality that you have but I think you just yeah. play into it because that's how everyone else sees you and that's what you think the version of people want you to be so that's just what you become and you just keep playing into it and you never really I just think it's very hard to know who you are when you're in secondary school so and in all the sense of the seven years I was there it was great and I loved it to be fair but I do think there was just so many different versions of me throughout it and like by the set, the end, the seventh year, I was just a completely different person to who I was, which is to be expected. But even from sixth to seventh year, I think I was a completely different person as well, because that's when I sort of started finding information about mental health and different things like that, as well.
0: I don't know what do you want to do? I find that a lot because I'm in my last year too as well, so yeah. I I think that's there's even a big jump from even last year to this year. Like, yeah, and you can kind of see it just with everyone so you can you can just tell like there's been like a change in people, you know. But it's hard to like figure out, you know whenever there's so many different personalities around you all the time and people yeah. are you know acting a certain way as much as like it's sort of like a subconscious thing you're still kind of like oh like this is like who people like see me as and who like they know me as you know what I mean but really yeah. like that's not really who you are whenever you're like alone and, or
1: even, like and even in secondary school a lot of it too I suppose is like oh like boys girls that kind of thing too so yeah. like you'll get that whole arguments with your friends and Blah, blah blah like it, it's a lot of it is silly stuff but i suppose at that time that's the most important thing in the world do you know what i mean so yeah. it's mad when you just look back and be like god stuff was so silly but you also think god we were young do you know even oh. like five or six years ago now jesus five or six years ago that's why I'm like, oh god get not forget that but like the difference in your priorities in life and like what you're looking at now is crazy but i think at the time a lot of it is just navigating as best you can there's no way you're gonna like just find yourself in seventh year like you're only 18 there's no way well most people are 17 do you know there's just no way and I think it is very hard trying to decide what topic to do as well like when I was picking mine ah, oh, of course it was the whole Belfast Belfast let's go gotta get to Belfast for the okay. drinks you know what I mean <laughs> let's go but um I remember my the course I wanted to do which was dietetics was in um and actually she lives across the street from me now, which is hilarious, but she was my pastoral monitor in second year, and her name's Kelly O'Neill, and she was the only person I knew in OMA that was doing dietetics, and she was class-looking, real tan and all. Yeah. I was obsessed with her when I was younger. So I was, and she she did CrossFit and all this stuff, and I was like, she's class, like, oh my God, who is she? And I remember when she was my first pers- my pers- pastoral monitor when I was second year, I was just like, shell-sock, like, oh my God, this is class. But I she did know. dietetics. So that was the first time I... Even thought about doing dietetics, and I think I was third year, maybe when she was going off to do hers, can't remember. But it stuck with me the whole way through when we were thinking about it, and for some reason it was still there in my brain. And I suppose when I was doing sports and different things, and the nutrition and all, blah blah blah, kind of just played into it. But the only other way I could have went to Belfast to do dietetics was doing like a food and nutrition sciences thing, and then I'd have to do a masters, which meant going to Culrain anyway. I was yeah. like god is it worth it for going to Belfast and I suppose I was playing county at the time so I was like come on like weigh it up you're uh, not even going to Belfast that much anyway but you see when I got to Coraean Pitts city pets really? oh my god mental <laughs> health in the bin see you later like I remember getting to the halls mm-hmm. and I'd say I'd lived in halls and now the two girls I lived with one of them is from fitness she's a gem but it was nothing to do with the girls I was living with it was just I was up there and I was thinking so much about not being in Belfast like I was going to Belfast every week and just drinking yeah. and I, I didn't even like drinking do you know what I mean and yeah. then I would be coming d- down the road and like missing class like disaster
0: That's didn't old. really
1: care in first year at all like the whole thing was just pits and I remember the end of first semester I came home and I was like to my mum I was like I'm not living up there anymore I'm just going to travel and I wrote like a very got an extenuating circumstances thing to get out of my lease and everything I was like no nah, I need out of here so <laughs> that helped a lot was actually just getting out of that environment and getting home it wasn't even just like that everyone else was in Belfast I just think the environment up, in, up there for me just didn't suit me at all it just wasn't mine it just wasn't for me at all it didn't help me and it just wasn't you know you just wasn't comfortable to grow in you know that kind of way so that's when I was like no I'm out the gap out here but I did I'm happy that I chose it now Do you know like I wouldn't change anything so I wouldn't even though everyone else was in Belfast.
0: No definitely I think that's such a big thing as well because there is that whole like you know Belfast like that school party you know what I mean like first year uni, yeah. and it sounds amazing but I think like so many people that I know like who you see like you know posting stuff when they're in their first year and whatever like they're like they're not like enjoying it you know what I mean like, they're not actually like okay. You no, know, they're not actually growing like you say it's not an environment to grow in like you know what I mean like it's almost like you're just stuck there like in a weird like loop kind yeah. of just like partying and then missing class and then doing this and like it's not actually like for the long term worth it I don't know
1: and I'm so like now when I look back I'm like thank god that I like I traveled then second year and I lived up in third year but me living up in Port Stewart wasn't me like living up yeah. to just like I literally never went out, I just went yeah. for coffee, and I i actually took it for granted when I was up there in third year. But traveling in second year just meant the only time I would go out and drink or whatever was like at Halloween with like the girls up in Belfast, like, but amazing. otherwise, I just wasn't for it, like it just wasn't for me. But I think in sixth and seventh year, it was a bit of a disaster for me because I just didn't care, and I was that was kind of when I would have done most of my party in the end. And just happy that it's over now, like I was just like, thank god for I couldn't like see now. I'm like oh not for me at all but then it's hard to because when you're younger that's like the most important thing to people and you feel like you're born if you don't want to do it and all people are going to think lesser of you and again it's just trying to get away from that of like no actually that's not what's right for me and that's not going to help me get to where I want to be but then it's so hard to make that a priority when you're only 18 19 and be like no growth is the key here do you know (laughs) so it's trying to find a balance of like not letting yourself like take things too seriously but also like having the routines in place that you know are going to get you to where you want to go and that you're not going to be missing class and you're not getting yourself out of the gym to get yourself maybe you start putting on weight and you start feeling even worse about yourself and the mental health just it's a spiral and the whole thing goes to pot do you know
0: yeah, I know and I find like there's some people like that I know like because I'm well my plan is Balfour and so um, but simply because like my the course I want to do is there you know so I'm kind of like yeah. that's where I want to end up but um, there's ones that I know I've been speaking to and they're like, see when it comes to partying and all, they're like, yeah, have your fresh or whatever. But they're like, there's a girl I work with and she was like, don't like fade into it every single day. She was like, it will not end well for you. She was like, you will oh. end up in just like the worst me- state and like mental health wise like, of your life. She was like, just don't do it. And like my no, brother's office bad. said the same thing. Like it's, maybe Belfast is just cursed. <laughs> no, don't say <laughs>
1: that No, because a lot of the girls I know have thrived and they loved it. Like even my best friend, Claire, like she probably is like the epitome. And she won't, she won't mind me saying this because she knows herself. Like she would have been very much party, party, drink, drink when she was up there. But like, she still managed. She got her first, like slayed the game, whatever, whatever. Then like, like afterwards, she still, as I say, as member, you know, the way I was talking about like personalities and stuff, it's like, you need to get yourself away from taking it as part of your identity. Like, you know, the way some people will take like, drinking coffee is part of their identity like it's a yeah. thing like <laughs> yeah. some people then make in Belfast because they feel like there's nothing else to offer that they're mm-hmm. the party person and then that's when you just get yourself completely yeah. just the whole can't get out of it and it doesn't help that the environment in Belfast is just them houses do you know what I mean like yeah. they are completely so you really have to watch out for yourself and as much as you want to party and stuff like that I'm not saying don't but Mm-hmm. find your limit and what you can balance Do you know that kind of a way Definitely. because otherwise you'll just be in a bad spiral
0: I know I'll be messaging you being like hey so like, I get not
1: listen <laughs> <Any help> <laughs> <now>? <laughs> I'm like ah she screwed it <laughs> I'll
0: go on like be a better you I'm like I need some tips I'm like I need some <laughs> help right now <laughs> but you you mentioned that you were on the um county team how was that of playing the ladies football
1: oh I loved it and you know what it was it was and in terms of environment, it was good and bad. Like there was obviously everything sort of ebbs and flows and that's just life. But I loved it because it gave me something else to focus on. But then again, it became part of my identity, which I didn't mind at the time. It probably isn't a bad thing. have part of your identity was like, oh, I play county, like, yeah, that's you right. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the problem was because I had made it part of my identity, if I didn't get certain every game, then there's something wrong like I was like I'm not worth it like yeah my my self-worth was based on whether or not I got starting in the game which is the worst thing to do ever because just because I didn't get starting maybe in one game doesn't mean I'm a terrible footballer you know I just may might have been having a bad week especially with women too in terms of your menstrual cycle everything sort of goes over a month like you might just not be in good form for one week just due to your phase you're in and your menstrual cycle and things like that and that's not taught very much either to to younger people because I'm only really getting that now especially in the gym training all the time like with CrossFit and stuff like you realize there's weeks where you're not going to be as strong or as fit or whatever yeah. so going to training and expecting yourself to be at that level every single night you train and you were training four or five days a week yeah. so like I loved it because the comp I'm competitive anyway and it was nice having people to compete against but like again I'm very much I need to get out of it and I still do it is like extreme so what started out to be as like fun competition I was like no I have to like I have to start like this is not good enough like if I don't start I'm done and to be fair it probably comes from just having two like a sister who's just as smart and just as accomplished as me (laughs) and two older brothers you know and we were all just very competitive as younger people and like mom and dad always expected the best so that's probably where it came from if I was to think about like inner child and you know the, the spiritual <laughs> side of things sure. but um I loved it but I definitely got to a place where I was just letting myself get so cut up and like if I wasn't starting my self worth was completely in the bin and I'd be going to train them the next night either trying too hard and like making it worse or not trying at all and then making it worse as well that but look? when it was good though it was amazing like it did give you so much confidence and I remember actually one of the books the managers knew I was a bit of a header in terms of like anxiety and stuff so um I would always be going up after training and I'd be like so what do you think I need to do better like what's crackier? crack here give me some lowdowns, some tips yeah. and um they are like, killing it's grand and the guy the, the manager at the time he was from Fermanagh a real culture guy he's like you're grand you're grand Come on. <laughs> like <laughs> and I was like are you sure Jerry are you sure and he's like <laughs> like get out of my face and I'm like right okay bye <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'd walk away and you'd be feeling happy enough then and then if they did give you stuff to work on then you were like oh god how long have I been doing that wrong for yeah that kind of a thing and I, oh I tell you but this was when I was like peak anxiety like oh my god and it was worse too because of something else that was going on outside of football mm-hmm. I couldn't just leave it I, I was coming into football training and because football consumed your whole year you know between pre championship league whatever yep. um I remember, oh God, I remember it was 2017 and this was probably what made it so much worse was we were in the island final in 2017 and I got started, I was like, I had started most of the year. So I was psyched, I was like, come on, baby, let's go. Time to shine, Crow park, let's go. And then um, got on the pitch. I think it was on the pitch for 15, 20 minutes or whatever. And I was just so hyper-focused on what I was doing that I messed up completely. Like there was this, I can't remember, it was some hand pass and... I think I went to pass it and the temporary girl intercepted it and they got a goal from it Mm -hmm. and I within two minutes I was off the pitch crying at the side of Coke Park because obviously I had made a mistake Mm -hmm. and so I was crying and I remember after that I like swore to myself I was like I am never making a mistake like that again so that's when I became hyper obsessed with like all my training blah 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 Um, and I almost forgot what my other point was going to be there. Keep going off on tangents, but um, <laughs> but anyway. So when I came back to it, and I was like training and training, training, it was good though because like your strength was getting up, and you were seeing progress in that kind of a way. And then because you were training so much, you kind of fell into a routine of training that even when football stopped, you still wanted to train, which I thought was class because I loved exercising, but it mm-hmm. actually gave me more of a love for it. like you never really, you never really got sick of it in that terms because it was a nice mix of strength and conditioning as well as just football and the competitiveness because. You, when it came from championship to league like it wasn't big like, of a turnover and you just had competitions all the time and I think that worked for me because I am so competitive that I was like yeah let's go let's go I can't and, but it was just trying to find the balance of it too and then why did I decide to leave now I'm trying to think I think it was just a lot at the time and I was doing CrossFit but I knew that I wanted to do CrossFit more than and now instead of me just making this about football and crossword this is more about decision making because yeah. oh my god this was actually one of the like as silly as it sounds, this was one of the biggest decisions I ever made in my entire life and um <laughs> it was over covid um when it started and the football wasn't really coming back again but we got a new manager and so I was planning I was like yeah we'll go out and do these runs and we had to do these runs on Strava and you were just doing it by yourself in the snow like I was like doing them and I was like do I have the drive for this this year like is this something I actually want to do and because I had been doing over the lockdown I'd just been doing CrossFit workouts just with yeah. like the the gym I've been doing online stuff so I was just doing that and maybe taking myself for the odd run but nothing serious and um, then when this started again I was like oh yeah at the start I was buzzing because it was something to like compete against and you could see yeah. everyone else's scores in Strava and I was like oh yeah but then because my 5k times might not have been as fast as somebody else's I was like god am I terrible like have I lost all my fitness?" Yeah. um but anyway so that wasn't the main thing I had been thinking about it from the last one had ended so from 2018 I think it was when we finished that one I said like, god it's been five six years now like is a time for me I'd got my all Ireland I was like is it time for me to go and start doing the other thing that I want to try now which was CrossFit at the time and I mean I did some crying about this like <laughs> physically crying being like what am I going to do? Like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. But then again, because I had made it my identity, mm-hmm. I was like, are people going to think less of me because I don't play county? Like,
0: yeah.
1: As silly as it sounds, like, I mean, this was such a big thing to me. Like if I didn't play county, who was I? Yeah.
0: Like,
1: who, who, who was I? Like, what's the point? People are all going to just forget about me, whatever. And not that it matters if people know who you are, but in my head, this was a major thing. And I remember saying to my mom, I was like, mom, but well, what am I going to do? Like, who like what am I gonna do and I text my old managers and I'm like guys I don't know what to do help and they were like do what's best for you and I was like god damn it just say yes or no
0: that's the worst thing ever so you're like no tell me what to do you're like tell me yeah, exactly just- what to
1: do like a poll on Instagram just press yes or no, no. <laughs> um, but no of course they had gave me the whole inspirational speed like you'll know what's best for you whatever and then I knew it's one of them things where now that I know it's like because I'd even the thought about it like the thought of not playing county actually excited me and like getting to spend more time trying to do CrossFit yeah. because I knew that was something that excited me then there was room for growth yeah and I can, I can explain it better now because I understand it better but at the time I was just like so scared oh <laughs> and um so anyway i was like right i'm gonna leave and that was why i'd left county now and when i left at the very beginning and i would still say it now it was just that whole identity crisis at the start but yeah you kind of forgot about it and just started doing cross war now yeah it's kind of the best thing that's ever happened yeah so I think it's, it's all so worth it all it. Oh, worth it wouldn't change it wouldn't I change the
0: years i find that's like uh, uh, I'll as a really like common thing people don't actually talk about that much like the whole like especially like at that time in your life the whole identity crisis like is such a a common thing to happen like and I find like on people I know who are like, a lot a bit older than me like I've seen them going through the same thing as you try to make decisions and go like oh my god like you know who am I without this like, I, but like yeah. I don't even question it, like because the people come to me and I'm sitting going like I'm 18 like I'm trying to figure out my life I'm going like I don't know how to I don't know how to help you as much but I'm like the fact that you're even questioning that I'm like Think about that, I'm like, why are you questioning it? Do you know what I mean? Like, why are you even considering leaving? Do you know that kind of way, or yeah, why are you considering sure. your path? Um, and like the same thing has happened, like, people have been like, do you know what? Like, I'm gonna like listen to my gut, do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be questioning this if I didn't actually want to change where I'm going, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's such a, a thing people don't talk about, especially like in the nice of my year group. You know, like, I think even in terms of like gap years and stuff like that, there, people are considering now, but people yeah. like would never have considered that before because a lot of my like some of my friends and stuff would be like oh do you know what like if I don't get into this course like I'm gonna take a gap year I'm gonna like you know try and figure out what I'm gonna do and like but everyone there's that wee bit of hesitation there you know everyone's been like I've never considered this before you know what I mean everyone's kind of like oh I didn't think that was even a possibility to even do that now but Mm -hmm. I think the fact that people are even considering that is such a big like
1: yeah it's something to think about like you should (laughs) say to yourself like okay why do I have this thought and where could this go do you know because there's always something behind it like if there's something in your and it's, if it comes up more than once then you definitely need to explore because sometimes you get random thoughts I'm and it'll never come again but if it, the same one keeps coming up again because like I hadn't just thought about leaving football once like this was ongoing and I was like right there's something to this. like I need to explore this more but mm-hmm. it's anything that scares the you, that's the thing that you need to do so that's why I was like right killing let's go let's do it <laughs> and I remember when I sent the message the manager was like is this because you think you're not fit enough for blah blah blah? And I goes, No, I just don't, like, I just don't want to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm fit enough. I'm just I don't want to play this year. I want to focus on my own stuff. And um he was like, No, nah, sure look, I'll chat to you tomorrow, think about it tonight, and sleep on it. And I was like, uh uh I thought about too much. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no sleeping, so you, you take my word now, and that's the end of it. But um, yeah, so he was like, Right, fine, whatever, bye. And I was like, see you later. But yeah, buzzing. And I remember see, as soon as I'd done it, the relief, I was like, so I think if there's anyone that's actually like in your year, say for example, you're going to uni, maybe you don't actually want to go to uni, maybe yeah. you don't know what you're doing. Like there is no harm in taking that year at the end of the day, if you go and waste a year and if you know what's not something you want to do, then you probably will end up in that spiral of just drinking because you're bored and you don't want to go to class. Do you know, it's a lot of it comes down to boredom too, that we just try and fill time, like fill time with maybe going, like taking the year out and Work in a barista place and learn how to make coffee really pretty, you know. I'm at sure. least, then, yeah, you know, like I don't know, there's something really nice about working in a coffee shop. Yeah. I love <laughs> like there's no harm in it, and plus, then you could end up chatting to people in the coffee shop and you get you could end up meeting somebody connections that do a job that you actually are like, I've never thought about that job before. Like, you never know who you could get chatting to. And I think if you're thinking about maybe doing a gap year, well, then maybe there's something behind that, like maybe there's a reason yeah. that. I love the universe. The universe wants you to do that, to lead you to get somewhere. Because again, you never know. It's not a good thing or it's not a bad. Like there's, you shouldn't be labeling things as good or bad. Like me not playing county isn't a good or bad thing. It's just a thing. And me playing, me doing CrossFit now isn't good or bad. But for me right now, it's what's working and I enjoy it. And I'm making connections from it and I'm meeting loads of new people. So if you do want to take a gap year, well then you never know. You could meet somebody, you could end up finding the job of your dreams. You never know, you never know.
0: As every hour okay. says what's for you won't go by you. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know what? There's actually a thing i seen last night and it was talking about how life is a play and how you are you're the director, you're the actor, you're the writer, and you're also the script writer. So and because you're the script writer, you can change the script whenever you want, which is awesome because obviously you're in control. Yeah. And then so that means instead of taking everything so seriously looking at life, and now I'm saying this, but I need to take my own advice. But <laughs> like looking at everything as if, as if it's just a play, like, it's just, and mistakes happen in plays and that's fine, but sure, it's just a part of the plot, you know, it's just for the plot and the next chapter's coming up and you can change a chapter and, like, the actor doesn't have to keep staying in the same town, you can move that actor to a different town or they can move to a different job, it doesn't have, or, like, they can move to a different friend group, they don't have to be with the same boyfriend or girlfriend, you can change it whenever you want and, like, time invested in something doesn't mean that you have to stay in a certain thing, like maybe you've, your family has wanted you to do some job for your whole life, but that just doesn't sit well with you, and you just know it's not for you. But then, it's in the long run, if you follow something that you know wasn't right for you, you're either gonna end up getting sick, and because that has to manifest somewhere, you're probably gonna get so stressed, it's gonna man- manifest a sickness, and your body's gonna make you take time from it anyway. Yeah. That kind of a way. Whereas if you actually focus on like do the scary thing, which is like say no.
0: To whatever it is, then get and over that help immediately, you'll get and you'll find the way on the path. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you sending the text to the manager, like throwing your phone to the outside of the room, you're like, that didn't just happen. <laughs> the sending in a webcam didn't happen. um <laughs> But what do you call it? Um, if you could have, this is a really strange question, but I love asking it. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be? <laughs>
1: you
0: better, eat. no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: some marketing there um as in like like you're walking down the street and you just see a billboard walking billboard what's and on who's, who's the audience like is the audience me or is the audience me um, making the billboard? We'll,
0: say, we'll say young people we'll say just people just society <laughs> I like, think yeah. keep it nice and broad
1: right okay and it's not it's just for people a probably like probably just like a you are worthy or something like that like a little reminder to be like you are worthy yeah you are your creator like something along the M lines to do with like you have the power and like because people give their power away all the time like yep. the silliest thing is you know when you see a magpie and you salute the magpie yeah that's give <coughs> it <I'm> choking that's <Man's laughs> giving your power away same as like touching wood like you're basically saying I I can't even control my life to the point where I have to touch wood, wood to stop yeah. it happening. Do you know, it's it's so silly and I know it's just superstition, but it is like long-term for your brain, it's not a good thing. But I would say for my billboard, I would literally just be like, you are worthy and you are your creator would be like my main things, probably. I know that's really like not a, that thing, but I think simple, but effective, minimalistic.
0: Yeah, simple, but effective. No, I love it. <laughs> Um, And what would be your best piece of advice for tip to people for making the world a better place because you are kind of on that path anyways of you know your positivity anyways um what would be your piece of advice for people
1: i think it would be learn to love yourself would be the biggest one
0: mm-hmm. rather
1: than focusing on everybody else like obviously there's like your overall general ones would be like be a nicer person blah blah blah. but yeah. it's harder to be a nicer person if you hate yourself do you know like yeah. if you hate yourself and i'm very much like however you feel inside yourself is what projects out and you put that on other people so if you hate yourself well then even if you don't hate the person who's opposite you there's going to be some sort of projection upon them that's going to make them think that you don't like them maybe it's the way your face is sitting it's your body language whatever it is so if you can take that time to learn how to love yourself Mm -hmm. even how even in work if there's somebody in work that some people really are just not nice people and that's fine but if you can learn how to control your own emotions and how you react to things, you know, there's. I think it's respond rather than react is like one of the, the key things is life isn't about what happens about you. It's about how you respond to things in life. So Definitely. the only way you can respond in a good way is if you you know yourself and you love yourself for who you are, because that means that floods out into the world because you're projecting that out to other people. Mm-hmm. So I would say take the time to actually work on yourself and it's a never-ending job, let me yeah. tell you. But even if you're doing a little bit every day, then it's just your gratitude or your affirmations in the morning like them things to reprogram your subconscious they're going to all help in the long run making you nice a nicer person and making the world a nicer person because you never know you could inspire somebody and then they want to work on themselves as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Love that. <laughs> so
1: be better you.
0: <laughs> yeah, be better you. Final <laughs> final mention. <laughs> so um that's us. Um I don't have anything else. I I want to ask you that was great. Um thanks for taking time out of your day I know you have assignments and stuff to be out um but oh, it's fun yeah it's fun, <laughs> it's yeah. fun. It's fun and there we have it what a lovely conversation with Katie this morning I know I'll be taking a lot away from the conversations and I hope some of you can too make sure and stay tuned for next week's episode and we'll see you then bye